2: Hello and welcome to the Complete Guide to Everything, a podcast about everything. I'm one of your hosts, Tom. And I'm Tim. I'm sorry if you could hear me literally cracking open a seltzer.
1: Yeah, that was really cool, Tom. It no, sounded really, I didn't mean uh... to,
2: and it wasn't a seltzer, it was a beer. I'm a big boy, I can drink beer. I can't drink too many beer because then I get gout again, but I could drink a few beers.
1: How are you? How are you doing you? this week, Tom?
2: <laughs> I asked you first.
1: Tom, I'm doing well. Uh, full disclosure, we are recording this the night before Thanksgiving 2020. Yes. I'm pumped for the Thanksgiving holiday. mm mm-hmm. um, And I hope, you know, between now and when this uh, episode comes out, nothing horrific happens in the world, because <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's going to be a nice three days before this, this comes out. But... uh I, lo- I i like thanksgiving- uh-huh. I'm excited I'm sad that I am not going to see my family right this year on Thanksgiving but and we're that, doing well Zoom. and that
2: has nothing to do with covid though
1: yeah oh that's just that's that's they been just, a few years they, now. Yeah, yeah they don't
2: want to speak with you because of it's uh the unpleasantness because they of what it. you did yeah
1: yeah um but uh, they got a little bit of a parade going tomorrow I'm gonna watch that on television.
2: Oh, uh, I thought you, you were talking about your parents. I was like, your parents are doing a parade on TV?
1: <laughs> imagine.
2: Imagine I'd be being. Like, I'd be pretty impressed for, uh, no, no uh, uh, offense, but amateur parade organizers to, no, to have their first parade on television.
1: It would be cool to have showbiz parents. I guess who would be Santa Claus if Santa Claus was my dad,
2: right? <laughs> he's at the end of the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, uh, Ronald McDonald. Like a, a float of Ronald McDonald if he I mean, were, if he were your dad. He's usually in balloon
1: form. What, what am I going to be? Uh, the son of a balloon?
2: Yeah, he could be. I could see it.
1: What's that mean? <laughs>
2: uh, you're you're very sensitive. Like a balloon. Oh. I am very not, sensitive. N- not in a good way. Don't, no, I don't know. Don't take that as a compliment.
1: I, Tom, I know you were insulting me. I have no choice. My defense mechanism is to just embrace the horrible things that you say to me um, because, you know, I got to get through this hour a week somehow.
2: Well, to answer your earlier question, Tim, I'm doing pretty well, too. Uh, there is some some other big news in the world, though. Uh, and I don't know. Uh, have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Uh, this monolith in Utah that appeared?
1: Yeah, that appeared. Okay, explain well, this. it
2: appeared, man. So there's a, uh, I would say with like 10 foot tall, no, like 12 foot tall monolith, uh, uh, three-sided stainless steel that appeared in Utah. Uh, that was found by guys riding around in a helicopter counting sheep uh, as their job. And then they saw this and they said, what the heck is that thing? Let's go, uh, let's go back on our lunch break and take a look. And sh- sure enough, it's just this big monolith that's embedded into the rock. Uh, and they don't know how it got there. It's very far from roads. They don't know how it, how it got there or how long it's been there.
1: Who cares? What it's you mean, just who a cares?
2: Stainless steel. What do you think it is, Tom? Well, I mean, what? initially it it sounded like it might be UFO related. Since then, they so the the Parks Department, the Bureau mm-hmm. of Land Management, um, they had uh, which always confused me because that's BLM, which is also Black Lives Matter. So I'm reading this article and they're like. Uh, the BLM officer. I'm like, what is that? What does this have to do with Black Lives Matter? <laughs> so it's confusing in that they've area.
1: expanded their influence, Tom. It's a good thing.
2: Oh yeah. I mean it, it's just I was curious where where that came in to all this. But mm. anyway, Bureau of Land Management. Uh they uh didn't want wild any- stuff they didn't want anybody to know where it was. Because they said, look, if people know where this is, they're going to try and get out here to see this. And this is. Who cares? Well, listen, they're like, this is in a place that's like pretty remote, pretty hard to access. We don't want to be back out here next week, you know, airlifting a body out of here because some, uh, uh, you know, idiot uh, tried to find this and they're not otherwise uh, good at hiking in a desert. But. People found it anyway. They found it on Google Maps. You can see Mm -hmm. it on Google Maps. Uh, So now the place is just crawling with uh, like YouTubers and uh, influencers doing videos there. But the YouTubers and influencers going there, I was watching one of their videos today, took a lot of mystery out of the thing. Why is that? Because you can see rivets in it, and they're very obviously like the same type of rivets that we learned how to do in Metal Shop. And you can see uh, where they cut the rock and then like filled it with like a uh, silicone or epoxy to uh, to keep the, uh, the monolith there.
1: Yeah, I mean, I saw this headline and I was like, weird, and I'm not exactly sure what a monolith is. It's been a long time since I've seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Saw it when I was like eight, didn't understand it. Yeah. Um I've never
2: seen like... it as like an adult who's who's yeah. like paying attention.
1: Exactly. Um they were playing it, um you know, see it big in thirty five millimeter or whatever mm-hmm. um at a at a theater near me. Um before uh the, the covid times mm-hmm. and it, it's just too long it's like what almost three hours or something i'm not gonna sit in a theater for three yeah. hours well
2: and i and it, it's very slow i believe
1: yeah um this is Wh- i is think that would be good for a, a drugs person yeah if you if you if you smoke a doobie and then go in there and let it wash over you but right. that's not me i'd just be full of anxiety if that happened <laughs> <laughs> so i'm not a drugs man um But, uh, so I was like, okay, well, let me click on this article. And they interviewed the guys in the helicopter. Yeah. And then, like, immediately they were like, eh, probably some, like, artist put this out here. Probably a fan of 2001 Space Odyssey. Yeah. And that was it. And I was like, why is this news? And then, since then, it's been everywhere. Everybody's reported on this. And, like, nobody has been reporting on, or nobody has been as clear headed about it since that first article I read where everybody's like, what is this? And very clearly just some artist or somebody put that out there or some prankster. Some some merry prankster. Right.
2: Well that's what I that's why I look I looked into it today, because I was like somebody surely other people have figured out where this thing is and gone to get a closer look and would have a much better idea of is this really a weird thing? I mean, it's a weird thing regardless, uh, but there's yeah, a... Yeah, but
1: weird things happen all the time now. A bunch of, like, you got to do weird <laughs> things to even feel yeah, alive.
2: But, the, but this was a fun weird thing, you know? And and weird things that are fun don't happen very often anymore. Um, the, the uh, yeah, one of the first articles, sorry, I was looking up uh, this guy's name. Uh, no, I don't think that's him. Uh, there's, there's this artist, his last name's McCracken, but I forget what, <laughs> what his is first is, David McCracken maybe, but he did a lot of art that was very similar to this mm. and, uh, people thought it was him, but they're like, but he died in 2011. And it's like, well, they're also saying this thing could have been out there since the fifties <laughs> and, and nobody found it because it's in a very remote, uh, little area. Uh but this guy he did a, it's all cool art and it makes me think I should I should have been an artist. I should have worked in sculptures.
1: Tom, guess what you still can. There's still time.
2: Oh, yeah, I guess I can be one of them old artists at the do at the craft like, table.
1: I feel like it's too late for me to do anything.
2: <laughs> right.
1: But yeah, neither of us is going to be a professional athlete, but even if you or I applied uh, ourselves archery. Uh, I think maybe there's still time for me to learn how to throw a knuckleball, <laughs> But I would also have to build up arm strength. Right. But, but then you could that's come not in beyond,
2: as beyond as a that's not beyond wringer. a
1: man in his late thirties to to get stronger.
2: Right. You might be able to you might be able to play AAA ball. I don't know if you'll make the major leagues at this at this <laughs> uh late age, but
1: Why not? It's a knuckleball situation. As long as I can make the ball go all whirly and weird.
2: Yeah, but they don't hire pitchers who can only throw (laughs) knuckleballs. Yeah, they do. Really? They have no other pitcher. No other pitch, rather. They usually have a crappy
1: fastball. Right. Uh, I I could have a crappy fastball, too, if I I got strong enough. I don't know
2: if you could have a crappy fastball. Why not? I don't think your arm's capable of moving that fast anymore.
1: Uh, Tom, you have no idea.
2: <laughs> Just how fast your arm can move?
1: Yeah, I'll show you. Uh, you know what? When you least expect it, I'll slap you so fast, your head will freaking spin around. Hey, Tom, let's get right into it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's not mince words here. This is an episode about the internet, about cyberspace, about the information superhighway. Right. About... The old www, the HTTP colon slash slash www.shopping.org.
2: Now, are these forward slashes or backslashes? You didn't... Uh...
1: They're forward slashes. I don't know how people got into the the whole saying backslash when it's a regular slash.
2: Wait, in the, in the URL, those are forward slashes? Yeah. Uh-huh. Why do people say backslash? I don't know. Are you it's, sure? It's a
1: thing that like someone's dad messed up in like 1995 <laughs> and then everybody just... I'm also looking at my
2: keyboard. I think I've only got one kind of slash.
1: Now you got the, the uh, on the question mark. Yeah.
2: Right? Uh-huh.
1: And then above, uh, between delete and return, you got the back. Oh, there it is. Boy, hiding
2: in plain sight, huh? But like if you're, if you're writing either or <laughs> right. right i have never You're, this button is brand new it has never been touched the other the slash backslash button, button yeah yeah exactly thing is so as the, crisp as the day this came out of the box
1: but you know the the one on the question mark mm-hmm. right that's the one in the http yeah and that's what you would also use to write either slash or right Doesn't right. a backslash in the middle of either or
2: right yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a type of slash I've I i can not think of instances where the other slash is used. No. Maybe,
1: like, maybe programming maybe? There's probably programming probably some stuff. programming
2: stuff, but I'm thinking even like when you see uh, you know, one of those uh, like a like a an address for a file, you know, in the old DOS days. It was still that one, I think. Maybe not the command prompt, but you weren't pressing that I'm just saying, when you see like files, file locations, that's where that slash comes in. Oh boy, this is boring. We're talking about
1: Cyber Monday. (laughs) Cyber. Deals. Deals, Internet deals, deals, baby. baby.
2: Um, Tis the season for deals? Yeah. Um, And uh, Cyber Monday has nothing to do with Cyber Ring? A Cyber Ring? No, uh, cy- cyber sex, Tim. Sex in oh. virtual reality, cybering.
1: No, and I was never clear on what exactly that entailed.
2: Well, nowadays, there's this thing called teledildonics. You, you, hmm. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this?
1: Uh, I have not. Sounds like some wild stuff.
2: It is some wild stuff, Tim. It's basically like uh, remote-controlled sex toys, but but hmm. through the computer. So... It's not the computer. I guess he probably could put the computer in charge if you wanted to, but you can have your That's a terrifying Tom, that's a slippery slope. <laughs> exactly. Uh but you can have somebody else on the internet control said device uh to to work on you. Give you Tom, one I over. Wanna-
1: I want to keep this as focused uh-huh. on shopping and commerce as possible because you know what you see is what you get in the episode title. But I do just want to ask: Has the the uh, pandemic mm-hmm. has that led to any kind of uh, uh,
2: innovations in-, in, in, in
3: what you're
1: talking
2: about? Yeah. Um, not that I'm aware of, Tim. But one I would I think, right, yeah. that
1: this would accelerate all that stuff that, like, the late '90s. They were like, "Well, you know, in 20 years, all yeah. all sexual stuff is going to be through a computer, right?" Right. The uh, movie Strange Days.
2: <laughs> I don't know if it's if it's accelerated progress. I imagine it's accelerated sales. Like I know uh the the Oculus Quest uh VR helmet, uh they had like they were like hard to find for a while because uh they were getting snapped up left and right.
1: Yeah, but so is the Switch, the Nintendo Switch, and right. there's
2: no way you could use that for well, it. I but, think
1: it might have just been bored people.
2: Well that's what I'm saying. Like people are bored regardless, so I'm sure you know, all variety of sex toys are sold out. Right. Especially with hmm. you know, for a while, manufacturing overseas was uh, was also affected. So shortages uh, all over the place. But uh, I don't know, Tim. I'll have to look into if they've if there have been any advances.
1: No need. I don't actually need to know. I just thought that was something that you would have done a deep dive into no i mostly several remember. deep dives
2: <laughs> i i mostly remember this from from like the 90s when they were uh, you know kind of predicting every kind of crazy internet thing you could ever imagine almost none of which came true and like even wilder things <laughs> happen, where it's like oh did You know, you thought we'd all have VR headsets, but did you predict it would disrupt democracy (laughs) and potentially potentially take down uh, uh, multiple countries? Hmm.
1: Uh, Cyber Monday, Mm -hmm. or for some reason, Blue Monday, Tom. Oh, Uh, you're talking
2: about uh, Toothing, which was popular when Bluetooth first came out.
1: What's Toothing?
2: Toothing... Was when you would be, uh, it was big overseas because they had better phones for a while. Uh, overseas in Europe, if I recall, where people had phones with Bluetooth and they could just send out messages to like everybody's phone nearby and say, you know, hello, chap, you up for it? You know, and that meant like having sex. It was one of those things that was no, definitely. Tom, I'm talking about buying i'm talking about sales well i'm talking about bluetoothing tim and i'm just here to say i think it was mostly an urban myth i don't think a lot of i'm sure people tried it but you know just like putting your phone number up on a bathroom stall you know people
1: weren't doing that with their own phone numbers tom
2: what (laughs) those were pranks no they were doing it people were lonely looking for a good time
1: Tom, hold on. I'm t- uh, why
3: are you this? Next,
2: you're going to tell me that the the holes in the stall walls weren't just for making sure that the uh, stall wasn't occupied.
1: Okay, Cyber Monday, Tom. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the virtual
2: world's answer to
1: Black Friday,
2: right? That's right, because Cyber Monday came about. I looked it up around 2005. Mm-hmm. And this was when I feel like this was when Black Friday like was really really a thing. It was when stores... Black
1: Friday being the day after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving where yeah. they would have uh, big sales primarily on kind of electronics. Right, that's what really.
2: Uh, yeah. I mean, kind of everything though. But I yeah. But I think around it's big box stores mostly. Right. Right. Yeah. I think around. Uh, 2005 was when when those kinds of stores started getting crazier with like, we're going to open at 5 a.m. Then we're going to open at 4 a.m. Then we're going to open midnight the night before. So I think Mm -hmm. websites were looking to compete. This was also back in the day, you know, 15 years ago when websites were like, oh, what are we going to do to get people off the real world and online more?
1: Yeah, exactly. where people had to be like reminded, like, "Oh, I can I can buy things online."
2: Yeah, boot uh, up. That hey. seems
1: like a lot of problems.
2: <laughs> boot up your computer, sign on, uh, and check out this website. And and we're, this was also back when people were deathly afraid of putting their uh, uh, credit card numbers online, that somebody would steal oh, that's their true. credit card. But now those same people will believe anything they read online. <laughs> and share it with everyone they know and give much more than just their credit card numbers oh yeah i mean i'm not sure if i've talked about it on the show but like one of the things that irks me more than anything uh right now are like these uh covid tracing apps uh contact tracing apps and people are like yeah right i'm not falling for that one you're just gonna you want me to download that so you can tell, you know, so you can tell where I go. It's like, hey, I got news for you <laughs> about that uh, Android or Apple phone you've got. Especially, you know, Apple claims that they're, but if you're using the Google Maps thing or whatever, they're collecting all that stuff. You can go on Google mm-hmm. and look at your location history. It'll show every place you've ever been with your phone.
1: It's helpful if you if you want to retrace your steps and uh, relive the murders that you've committed in
2: in, in where you've dumped exactly. the body. Exactly, but you're taking a big chance just bringing your phone. Look, if you're dumping yeah. a body, you're going to be tempted to bring your phone with you. Uh, don't. Leave it at home. Don't turn it off either, because then they'll see, like, oh, it was off for a while. Wonder why. Anyway, yeah. that's just a little murder advice.
1: Tom, so the, so this is, this is the order of events. Mm-hmm. Black Friday, blowing up. People are, you know... They're making so many sales. Yeah. Shop.org comes in, uh-huh. and they're like, crap, how do we get people to buy stuff on the internet instead of in real life? Yeah, and They're like, huh, here's what we'll do. We'll put out a press release, and the press re- release was entitled, Cyber Monday, Quickly Becoming One of the Biggest Online Shopping Days of the Year. Cyber Monday didn't <laughs> exist at that point, and they just put out a press release saying, up, it's the biggest shopping day of the year, well, and just willed it into existence. Fucking PR is wild, man. You just say things in hoping that it'll become a reality, and the fact that you've said it is it just makes everybody go like, nah, "I
2: guess, I guess this is reality." No, they weren't. It wasn't to say Cyber Monday is the biggest shopping day. It was the Monday after Thanksgiving. The press Before release was we... called what the title of the press release was Cyber Monday
1: quickly becoming one of the biggest online shopping days of the year
2: yeah because that's the that's the name of it now yes, but they defined Look, it I'm... the first time they defined it they they already said it was the the biggest thing but like when you went to see a movie, if you go to see Iron Man are you like what the hell? They're calling the movie Iron Man? He's not even Iron Man in the beginning of it.
1: No, but if the ad said Iron Man had the biggest weekend gross of all time uh-huh. on Thursday night, the uh, the
2: ad said that. No, it hasn't. If it, You're saying this prematurely. They're not saying it. It's just that they're naming it. It's easier. It'd be way clunkier than saying uh, the the Monday after Thanksgiving. Has always been one of the biggest ad uh, biggest days shopping days of the year, and now we're calling it Cyber Monday. Why? That's way too long. You just call it Cyber Monday. You say it's all right. Look, we coined the, the. We
1: yeah, they want to make it feel inevitable, and they freaking they hooked rubes like you, freaking hook line and sinker, man. Well,
2: I mean, there are plenty of other ones that people try. As
1: Wayne and Garth said.
2: Fished in and then they did that thing <laughs> the, with their the hand. Fish, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are plenty of other ones that they tried. Like, uh, I was looking this up uh, White Wednesday was mm-hmm. the day before Thanksgiving, and it was
1: no uh, people are prepping their
2: stuffing. I know, well, I know, but uh, the idea was it was uh, this guy working for 1 800 Flowers, uh. And I, yeah, how did that work out? Dick, right? What flowers are the phone? Well, well, I take it back. He was working for 1 800 flowers.com. Oh, oh, never mind. Um, and he said, I don't know. At the time, a lot of people had slow internet at home. The idea for having, yeah, I don't know. I guess, oh, I guess that was like two days, two years before Cyber Monday, apparently. So, like, people were already trying to be like, "All right, what could be like an internet one White Wednesday?" It's it's the opposite of Black Friday. I get it, but you know, but it's like,
1: well, the black was in contrast to red, right? The black was uh, denoting profits, right? It's when uh, a company's uh,
2: uh,
1: revenue went from from red to black,
2: right? However, that was kind of backward traced it was called black friday and black saturday originally just because it was like you know like other black days black monday or whatever it was just like hell and that was what the police referred to it as as black friday and black monday because all the shopping places and traffic and everything was insane and then it was in the 80s i think it was 81 that somebody was like, well, let's say we don't want to advertise, like, come out for Black Friday. It's called Black Friday because it's hell. Uh, so, It'll only, it won't
1: only it will be hell for you, the consumer, even though it will be. It'll just be hell for our employees yes. that um, were probably not paying a living wage and making them uh, wake up at 3 in the morning and come <laughs> to work and deal with a, a throng of assholes. Yeah. Um so fighting they, over limited deals while the executives sleep in their beds.
2: So it's they, a real sad, sad state of affairs, Tom. They they came up with it with that expression, but it was like, well, that is at the time it was typically true. It's not necess, it's certainly not universally true. Um, but they were like, "Oh, this is a better uh way to say why it's called Black Friday." And then in fairness, it was once they said, "Oh, that's why it's called Black Friday." Then you started hearing the phrase a lot more often. I think because places were more comfortable saying, "Hey, Black Friday—it's when when we make all of our money." And then people right. thought, "Well, that's probably why everything's on sale." They feel bad that they, you know, they've got a whole extra a month of the year to go, and they're already making money. They should give something back. Right,
1: you know, did you ever go to a Black Friday sale, Tom?
2: One time, I went to a doorbuster uh, for uh, uh, to get a, a cheap television at Best Buy. However, I worked. What in, year do you think that was? Well, probably around two thousand five. Probably around okay. 2000, yeah, probably around 2005. So I think it was like right when this stuff was becoming uh, much more prevalent. I think it was maybe only like a year or two before that Best Buy had started doing this kind of thing. But I worked in retail for four or five Black Fridays. So uh, I'm a veteran of Black Friday, Tim. But I, Apple, I, I've Apple didn't time. really
1: participate in that. You worked no. Apple retail.
2: Yeah, Apple didn't participate in it, which made it even worse. Because then people would come in and be furious that we would that we didn't have any sales. Or I think in the beginning when I worked there, we didn't have any sales at all. And then later on, it was like, well, we should have sales. So it was like, oh, if you buy a you know f- freaking three thousand dollar computer, you get a free pair of headphones, <laughs> or we'll give you you know a twenty five dollar iTunes gift card. Uh, they were, like, insulting. And I believe that that's still mostly the case with uh, uh, Apple's Black Friday stuff, that it's, like, kind of it, just an insulting amount of He's money. put they up take a sign out. that says, take it or leave it, asshole. <laughs> yeah, basically. Well, and I remember, like, you know, kind of trying to explain to people, like, our store is packed every single day. We don't need to have sales. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's just how uh you know capitalism works like supply and demand are we can't keep this shit in stock you know this is like during the ipod era uh it's like well we we don't have any ipods to sell you anyway so we certainly aren't discounting them
1: yeah that's how capitalism works if you want something different here join me and we'll tear down capitalism together and then you uh you know, recruited them to start the revolution, right?
2: Yeah, that was, it was very popular in a Long Island mall to uh, start passing around socialist ideas. People ate it up. But uh, yeah, I so and it it always made me mad because we still had to uh, work the same hours, or we had to because the mall was open, uh, the store had to be open. So it's like, well, and that was the next thing. People were like, you don't have any sales. Why are you open at 5 o'clock in the morning? (laughs) It's like, I know, it sucks. We had to open. It's like the rules of our lease or whatever.
1: It sucks. I had to leave Thanksgiving dinner at 4.30 (laughs) p.m. so I could get enough sleep so I could come here and uh, get yelled at by you because – Whoever sets the prices at Apple didn't want to have any sales.
2: Yeah, well, but I'll tell you, Tim, it was easy to fall asleep at 4 p.m. Do all the tryptophan from the turkey. Tim, uh, as I was saying earlier, but you kept interrupting me. Oh, brother. The s- There have been attempts at, at coming up with other things besides uh, Cyber Monday and Black Friday. It's a varying success. Um, Green Monday. What's that? Uh, I think it's just like the other two. <laughs> I thought maybe it would have something to do with like renewable energy. But I think it's just green for cash. Oh, money in yeah, it's it's green. Money is green in America, at least. And why does it need
1: to have a color? Like, why why does the day need to have a color?
2: I I agree. I mean, I mean I Cyber, guess Cyber, Monday, Cyber Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, That's actually, cool. you know what? I'm looking at the other ones, and a lot of these don't. I think that was like a dumb attempt. It was eBay. eBay was trying to do it. Um, Super Saturday. That okay. is that is the Saturday before Christmas. Uh, and not necessarily good sales then. It's just for people who procrastinate, that is their biggest shopping day, the Saturday before Christmas.
1: Tom, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because Christmas is not like Thanksgiving where it's fixed on a Thursday every year. Yeah, but
2: people... Most... Christmas
1: could be on a Sunday. And if you're doing your shopping online... The Saturday before Christmas, you, you kind of uh, ding no, You're not going to get that.
2: Nobody said it was an online thing, Tim. It's an IRL thing. Tom, why are you talking about all this stuff when we're talking about Cyber Monday? Because you're just like, no, I'm talking about non-online we, shopping. How can we talk about Cyber Monday if we have nothing to contrast it with? Oh, brother! Giving Tuesday—that's the Tuesday after Thanksgiving. That's
1: that's a thing that actually has caught on. I would yes. say. Uh, uh, judging by my email inbox, uh, <laughs> on on the Tuesday after Thanksgiving, uh,
2: small business Saturday, mm-hmm. which is the that's
1: la- more of an American Express situation.
2: Yeah, right? it's the last Saturday in November, and yeah, uh, American Express owns the trademark on that. But basically, if you have an Amex card, they do like a little deal for you if you use it in a in a small business. Uh, so i think it's like a decent like all right th- this certainly isn't altruistic <laughs> it's getting mm-hmm. people to use their amex cards which ultimately helps amex but uh but hey at least they're like i don't know trying to support small businesses
1: can i amex voice doesn't a care controversial where, you, where you
2: swipe your card they just want you to swipe it
1: yeah here's my
2: controversial opinion okay
1: I don't care for most small business owners.
2: <laughs> it, uh, how, I think you've you've expressed this opinion on the show. before. No, that's
1: not true. I, I, then uh, you've, you've definitely expressed
2: it in uh, your your private life.
1: No, that was that was going to be a joke about how nobody gives me discounts.
2: About how small businesses don't give you discounts?
1: Yeah, for being a nice guy, coming in and being like, "Look, well, I c- probably, I could buy this you've at never Target." Done it. I could buy this at Target. Why don't you knock 10% off this? Oh, I see. I'll, I'll, I'll buy it from you.
2: Well, that's not coming in and being a nice guy.
1: What do you mean? Yeah, no, it's a nice guy because they, they can give it to me for 10% off or I could not buy it at all. You got to well, haggle. You got to negotiate, well, Yeah,
2: but that doesn't necessarily make you nice. That was the other thing that I... Uh, like working in retail people are always trying to haggle and it's like does this look like a flea market <laughs> like hey if i uh if i pay in all cash can i uh not have to pay sales tax it's like this is a multi-billion dollar corporation we've got like, way brother, better I ways get... to avoid tax than <laughs> than just taking a yeah. gash
1: i get paid o- hourly <laughs> do
2: yeah. i don't i don't care right like, yeah, this is – people would ask sometimes, like, to speak with the owner. I'm like, this doesn't have an owner. And they're like, yeah, I know, I know, it's like a big company, but this store has an owner and I want to speak to him it. It's like, no, this store does – do you understand corporations and how corporations work? Tom, so the idea of hmm. Cyber Monday
1: yeah, originally – is that people were going to go out window shopping all weekend after Thanksgiving but they weren't going to buy anything. Oh,
2: uh, they were going to wait until Cyber Monday. And they Monday.
1: came back Monday and they're like, "All right, enough window shopping, enough dilly-dallying. Right. Let's get down to business. Let's actually buy some of this stuff that I saw and I was able to see it in the flesh and I, I liked it." Yeah. So now, now to find the deals online. Right. I don't think that was that ever actually happened though, right? You're no. not going to go to Sears. And just be like, just browsing, you're not going to go to Best Buy and be like, oh, let me, I mean, you used to go to Best Buy and just like see what was new in the world of electronics, Well, but not, not on the, during the weekend after freaking Thanksgiving.
2: Yeah. That, that would be the worst time to go in window shop. Like, oh, I guess I'll brave the crowds to not buy something. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going with. Tom, I
1: went back to Best Buy recently. It was the worst experience of my life. You went there again after I ran into you?
2: Yeah. Wow, you you really love Best Buy.
1: I was buying a new speaker for my home, Tom. Okay. And uh you had to get a uh, go on an escalator uh, yeah. to get in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and so this guy
2: So far this isn't a complaint about the Best Buy.
1: <laughs> no. Uh this isn't exactly a complaint about the Best Buy at all. Um but this maskless man mm-hmm. uh brushed by me on the escalator. Yeah. And it was like Dude, I'm not walking up the escalator because there's people a few steps ahead of yeah, me who yeah. are standing on the escalator. And this also, isn't...
2: that's like a pretty short escalator. I mean, actually, yeah. it's a little long, but I don't know, whatever. But this isn't the climate where you, especially
1: without a mask, just brush by somebody on, yeah. on the escalator. And so, like, I gave yeah, him a dirty look. You're not trying to
2: make a flight.
1: Yeah. And then he did this weird motion when I gave him a dirty look. Uh, was like, it with the jerk head. off? motion no it was his people head have done that kinda, to
2: you before and you haven't uh, picked up on it
1: see he, he kind of pointed his head toward his left arm mm-hmm. and he had like he was holding it completely straight, but it looked like he had something up his sleeve. Like okay. his arm was just like a statue's arm. It was like in this really weird, frozen position. Uh-huh. And he just walked in, and he just kept looking back at me. And I was like, literally, what does this man have up <laughs> his sleeve? And I was terrified. So I just, I had to, I had you ordered. You thought he the had like the- a
2: mechanical gun that would come out, didn't you?
1: No, I thought maybe he had a knife. Okay. That he could easily. Yeah. I don't know what else. Why would he gesture towards his sleeve and then hold his arm strangely? Maybe
2: he has a, a, a fake arm. Maybe he's an amputee. And that was a prosthetic. And he was trying to show you like, no, uh, sorry, I don't. I didn't feel that look. Obviously, you can tell by how motionless my arm is. That's a prosthetic arm.
1: Now is his left arm, and he passed <laughs> me on my left, so his right arm uh, brushed against me.
2: Maybe he had two prosthetic arms, and he was just pointing to the closest one.
1: Now, so I had to take a weird because I had ordered my thing online, so mm-hmm. I had to walk to the back to pick it up. Yeah, and I took a weird route and just <laughs> kept my eye on that guy because uh, I was afraid he was going to stab me over
2: uh, giving him a dirty look. The uh, That same Best Buy, now I'm remembering because that's not the entrance I normally go in. Uh, it's the Best Buy across the street from Barclays Arena, Barclays Center, if you're interested in uh, you know, doing the Tim and Tom tour of Brooklyn. Uh, there was a security guard holding the door open, but he was holding the door open by standing in front of it, mm-hmm. and the door was open at like a 90 degree angle. So he was effectively blocking the door and on his phone, you know, with his head down on the way in and on the way out, I saw two different people accidentally knock the phone out of his hand and send it like flying across the sidewalk. It's like, buddy, you get out of the way. Don't get a, get a holder to hold the door open. Don't just stand in front of the door. The anyway.
1: Atlantic Avenue Best Buy is wild, and that what, what place you mean, is hell. Get
2: get a holder to hold the door. Get like a door stop or something. Okay, I don't know. Just don't stand in front of the door. There was no you like had to make physical contact with this man in order to like slip in the store, and he had his yeah. phone out, so it was like, oh, there's even less room to navigate through this. Is he a big fella? Uh, he wasn't tiny. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't leave much. Could his
1: nickname? Could could his nickname? Ironically, have been, been t- ironically, <laughs> I mean, tiny. Uh,
2: he wasn't I mean, that he's not big. Not that big. No, yeah, okay. no. It It would be the kind of guy where if somebody called him tiny, he'd probably be like, "What? That guy's I don't know, more or less normal size." I don't like the prim- uh, A lot of times when I'm places, uh, people call me big man. Hey, big man. No, they don't. They do. <laughs> It happens, and I don't not, like it. Tom, you're a normal
1: sized man.
2: They call me big man, and I'm like, I'm not that big. Who who has called you big man? People at When's stores. the last time you were called big man? What store? Somebody at at that Best Buy called me big man. Bullshit. Yeah. Who? I had, who I had that? my I I had that shirt with the sleeves ripped off of it. I think that's why he called me big man. He was oh, talking cool. about how Shown big my biceps were.
1: Yeah. So the premise of Cyber Monday is mm-hmm. weird, right? Because if we're talking about the general, like who this is targeted towards, Mm -hmm. right? It's people who uh, are probably off of work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday after Thanksgiving, and then presumably going back to work on Monday. Yes. And that's when they're going to do all their shopping.
2: Well, and uh, it causes a huge amount of... uh, Productivity loss.
1: Do you buy that? Do you think (laughs) that they actually measure this stuff?
2: Whenever, like, uh, I forget the last time I heard about this, but it was like something crazy happened during the day. And everybody was like watching it on live video or whatever, and they were like, "Oh, that that equates to you know five billion dollars of lost productivity." It's like, no, it didn't. That might the didn't... balloon boys saga uh, cost <laughs> right. corporate America ten billion dollars. Yeah, it's like, well, that that might it didn't fly into outer space. <laughs> it just yeah. stopped moving around for a few minutes, or or yeah. not even well, stopped.
1: No, I mean people, you know, got got paid and weren't working i understand but like productivity is a myth yeah and also well, the other f- facts about like oh you know cyber monday is you know accounts for 7.9 billion dollars who care? how do you who cares about those numbers especially when it's you know like uh, across the entire uh economy it
2: yeah i there's no way you can figure that kind of stuff out, especially day of or the next day. They have like, yeah. oh, this is S. But I was thinking about even uh, like the number of people in the world, 7.8 billion.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You don't know that.
1: It's not that much already, is it?
2: That's what it said. That's what uh, my computer said when I asked it. Hmm. But that's, uh, but I'm always like, nah. <laughs> Well, I mean, they have to try. Yeah, but are they inc- to quantify that? Are they including like uh, you know untouched tribes that don't have contact with, with the with the developed world?
1: Yeah, I think they are, and I think they're assuming like, all right, we can assume that there are this many people that we're not counting, and mm-hmm. that they're reproducing at this rate. Like, nobody is claiming that that number is in accurate exact number i, I think they're know. just trying to get
2: well, you should talk to my computer because my computer seemed pretty confident
1: you 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 are an impossible person to talk to tom <laughs> i can't believe i voluntarily do it <laughs> an entire hour every week
2: uh in as of november 2011 22 of employers had fired an employee for using the internet for non-work related activity, and that includes things like Cyber Monday. Did you
1: just cite a, a decade old statistic?
2: <laughs> I, only nine years old, Tim. Ripped from the headlines. So. It has to be cool. hi, It has to be way higher now.
1: I don't know. I think everybody—it's built in that they that, know, like.
2: Yeah, maybe that's true too. That it's become much more just acceptable of.
1: Well, uh, to your point earlier, like mm-hmm. uh, with with the proliferation of smartphones, um, and, and the like, and yeah. and uh, mobile apps, you know, it was <laughs> difficult for someone who was at a service uh, a service employee right. to go to work and dick around on the internet yeah. in two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. It's infinitely easy to do that in twenty twenty. Yeah, and. I don't think people are getting fired over that. It's certainly nobody at the Best Buy. No employees at the Best Buy <laughs> uh, across from the Barclay Center are getting fired for uh, being on their They're phone. They're all on their
2: phones all the time.
1: Yeah, which is fine. Whatever. Right. They're making but, but then sometimes seven like, twenty-five an hour. I'm like, yeah,
2: looks. show me some of the features of that phone. And I'm like, well, this phone's not for sale.
1: Tom, have you ever asked a Best <laughs> Buy employee
2: To, to show anything? me the features of a phone? <laughs>
1: Or to do anything other than, like, this case is literally locked. Can you unlock it because the thing I want is in there? Yeah. Or, like, this thing is in the back. Can you go get this exact thing that I want? Um, um, like, you've never been like, hmm, tell me about the features on this on this stereo system. Tell me about the, oh, what kind of picture-in-picture option does this, does this television have No, yeah, offer? I've never
2: done that. I do remember, I forget what it was, but I had to return something once. And it was something a little expensive, I guess, and, like, electronic, obviously. And they were like, well, uh, 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 a Geek Squad member has to look at that. You have to, like, go stand in line for Geek Squad. They have to check it uh and i it was just maybe the maddest i've ever been in my life when i was told that but I, honestly it was more or less uh painless after that and you know just hearing the conversations happening around me uh it was bad i didn't i didn't like anything i was hearing i didn't like things customers were saying i didn't like things employees were saying back hmm.
1: tom mm-hmm. where do you shop for deals where do I... Do you sh- participate? Do you do you get amped up for Cyber Monday?
2: No. Um, do
1: you ever do like, you crack your knuckles and go like, all right, let me see what the deals on offer for Cyber Monday are this year?
2: Uh, no, I actually always forget about Cyber Monday.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of people send you emails, but like... Tom, I don't like deals. I'm- I think... I always assume deals, especially these days, are just a trick.
2: I was going to say that I feel like deals nowadays are more tricks than they are treats. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know, for example, uh, you know, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Now, you know, you'll see different uh, like laptops and and tablets and uh, televisions and stuff for like these insane sounding deals and a lot of times now those are m- models that are specific to, <laughs> thank- yeah, they- to to these deals where it's like, all right, we're going to build a version of this one that is like stripped down to its core. And we're going to call it like instead of the T8932, it's going to be the T8932A. And nobody's going to realize that when they buy it.
1: It's gonna look pretty much the same, but it's oh, gonna it's have,
2: gonna look identical. We're gonna, gonna use the same so mold. So much crappier. Yeah, we're gonna use the and same like, mold and everything.
1: And it's meant to be sold to trick people between Friday and Monday of of uh, of Thanksgiving week. Yeah.
2: Um, and same thing with like uh, you know laptops and tablets. I I just feel like it's very rare. I can't remember the last time I thought like, wow, I just got a really good deal.
1: Yeah. No, you don't. You if it was a Everything's really good kind deal, of... they wouldn't offer it.
2: Right. Everything's kind of like charged according to what it's worth <laughs> nowadays.
1: And also there's like you want to buy a TV where you can where can you go? Best buy, Amazon or Costco. Yeah.
2: Yeah, right? exactly. Not... There aren't that many competitors either. And there aren't that many companies making TVs.
1: Yeah.
3: And the ones and that I,
2: do make TVs make ten thousand different models that you can't even keep track of like what's what.
1: Exactly. When they're like, Oh, this was eight hundred dollars and this was four hundred and now it's four hundred and fifty dollars. And it's just like, All right, I wasn't keeping up. <laughs> right. Was this really eight hundred dollars a week ago? Or are you just telling me that? And
2: well, uh, a lot of times it's worst. like, you know, this, this, was, this was this was eight hundred dollars, but now it's four hundred and fifty dollars. And that's because uh, this is last year's model, and this year's model is $400 and way better. And we're just trusting that you don't know that.
1: Also, I think Cyber Monday and Black Black Friday are predicated on the, like, Oh, you can buy Christmas and holiday presents for your loved ones. Yeah, but like nobody's actually doing that. Nobody's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna get my cousin this uh, big screen TV." You're only shopping for yourself.
2: Yeah, it's frustrating because like I'm sure you're like this. I'm one of those people that uh, you know I'm I'm hard to buy a gift for because uh, Mm -hmm. I have no impulse control. So if I want something, I just buy it immediately uh, for myself. I but just bought a projector for my bedroom, Tom. Whoa! Because there's no like you convenient be place some, to put. you uh, to some powerpoints in there.
1: No, I'm gonna watch Hulu.com. Wow! Uh, I just yeah.
2: mounted a television in my bedroom. Yeah. On the wall, like it was a, a ten-point buck.
1: It's 2020, man. you can't you, you need to you need to figure out you got to watch TV in bed sometimes.
2: <laughs> right. The world sucks. Well honestly, it is much easier like I remember as a kid getting a TV in my room and like my parents getting a TV in their room and then like getting a TV in the basement. it's like, Ugh, well, we're gonna have to run the wire and we're gonna have to like buy another or rent another cable box. <laughs> Uh, and nowadays it's like, well, no, you can just go buy a streaming stick for $18 and it will get you, yeah. you know, just about everything you'd want.
1: Then you can watch Leno every night as you drift off to sleep. <laughs>
2: exactly. Um, what, what, were you? Oh, you bought a projector, but uh,
1: like I bought it a month before Christmas yeah. when like my parents are just like, what do what do you want for Christmas? And I'm just like, I don't want anything. You can't get me anything. This would have been perfect a perfect <laughs> gift for them to be yeah. like, I oh, I want this weird, uh, like extravagant thing that's stupid that I probably yeah. won't even use that much. Um, and it's like just expensive enough that it'd be like stupid and irresponsible for me to buy it for myself for no reason. But I went out and I bought it for no reason. Well it that's was great.
2: That's often what my Christmas list, a lot of times it's stuff that it's like, ah, I can't really justify buying that not necessarily because it's like expensive. Usually it's like, it's expensive for what it is. It's mm-hmm. nice. So I would like to have it, but in my head, I can't spend a hundred dollars on this. Cause I know I could get something almost as good for $20 or whatever. Right. Um, but then I also have a problem where I have, I like always want to kind of make a list. That's like, here's my list. If you can get these things on sale, <laughs> don't buy this for me at full price, but I'm seeing a lot of sales online for this. If you know, so if you look at these places and you find it for this price, buy it for me. But if you're going to pay full price, please don't buy this for me. Yeah. Which I'm also very particular. makes it even harder to shop for me.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm always just like, I want this exact thing, this exact model. I've done the research. Yeah. Do not get me something that somebody at Best Buy tells you is right. the or, same or thing. Or I'll
2: throw a fit and ruin Christmas yeah. again. Exactly. And that's why you're not invited to Thanksgiving anymore.
1: Partially. That's part of it.
2: Do you want to solve a problem? Or do yeah, we not have time? It. We have time? Great. We
1: got time. Who cares? Hello and welcome to Tim and Tom Solve Your Problems. I'm Tim. I'm Tom. And on this podcast, uh, we solve your problems. Uh, if you have a problem you'd like us to solve, you can email us at the complete guide to everything at gmail.com. Tom. Mm-hmm. We're allowed to use this person's name. Okay. Hi, Tim and Tom. Uh, I'm Peyton. Okay. Um, P e i g h t o n. In case you think it's Peyton Manning, it's not.
2: I can't. If you say letters to me, I can't spell them. You could spell things in front of me, like like people do in front of babies, to like not
1: what (laughs) people spell words. Oh, okay, yeah. Like,
2: oh, should we put the baby to bed? You could say, Mm -hmm. oh, should we put Tom to bed? And I wouldn't know. You'd be putting Mm -hmm. me to bed, and I wouldn't. I'd be none the wiser.
1: Hi, Tim and Tom. I'm Peyton. Feel free to use my name. Now, is this Peyton Manning? No, it's not spelled differently, Tom. Oh, okay. Um, I have a potential problem. I'm not sure what other wording to use. Um, I started my own business earlier this year and recently decided to post my handmade items on Etsy. Yes. Tom, I think we're going to get tricked into plugging Peyton's (laughs) Etsy store. (laughs) I haven't done it sooner because I'm absolutely terrified of negative feedback. Right, I've sold some things in person. Everyone is always super polite to me and admire my items. Well, Peyton, come on, cooler. <laughs> uh, but the internet is completely is a completely different world. So my question is, how do you guys deal with negative feedback? People are absolute trolls on the internet, and that terrifies me. I have severe social anxiety, so selling in person is scary, but online. People tell you exactly what they think. I'm afraid the first time someone gives me a negative review, I'll mentally shut down. Hope my question isn't too long. Nope. Love the show. Managed to listen to every episode uh, in the past few months and it just became and I just became a Patreon supporter yesterday. Wow, really cool. We this should, is what happens when you We you should get take your problems a, out. take
2: all those old episodes down and then people will become Patreon supporters quicker.
1: Yeah, that's true. You had to work all the way through everything. Um, Keep up the good work, Peyton from Pennsylvania. All right. First of all, Mm -hmm. are people trolling people on Etsy? Um, I can see if you're, like, doing, like, uh, selling, like, political, like, things with, like, political messages printed on them and having trolls come. But if someone's just, like, you know, I make handmade items, are people like, (laughs) it sucks, fuck you, shut up, (laughs) idiot?
2: Um. I think it probably depends on what you're making. Like, mm-hmm. if you're making something that is similar to items other people sell, then I can definitely see people comparing it,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, you know, potentially negatively. Uh, or if it's like, you know, if you're making stuff that has like, uh, I don't know, like a, 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 a some kind of an... licensed character but it's unlicensed or whatever and they're like oh baby Yoda would never have a bag like that what are you stupid so if it's something like that I could see I'm sure it's not as bad as on Etsy as it is in other places but I'm sure it's the like every hole on the internet it has its problems yeah I feel like any
1: negative etsy reviews would be like oh the shipping got messed up or like right they said this was like like this wasn't what the picture looked like or something right like oh yeah i mean that it smelled weird it smelled like my grandma's house when it came yeah you know, i can never wear this sweater
2: i mean i've gotten like on my books on amazon i've gotten like one star reviews because like the the package got caught in some gears <laughs> and it just ripped the book to shreds and right. you know they don't know that like they're they're looking to give that feedback to Amazon, but what they don't know is Amazon doesn't care. So they
1: don't know that that's actually preferable to reading the book.
2: <laughs> oh, I see. Having having a machine chew it up.
1: Yeah. Hey, these people should consider themselves lucky.
2: It was you that left that review, Tim. I'm recognizing <laughs> all of these phrases.
1: Um. So Peyton also asked, "How do we deal with negative feedback?" Um. I don't think we get much that trickles down or up to us, that bubbles up to us, right? I mean, I'm sure people, I've heard people, um, like coworkers of mine being like, they've said like, oh, I played your podcast, like uh, my wife and I went on a road trip and my wife hated it and made me turn it off, yeah, right? Right. But that's just like... They didn't post that anywhere on the internet. (laughs) It was just like, oh, of course my coworker's wife is going to hate me. Uh, We're annoying. And I've Um, gotten
2: a lot of negative feedback about you in in private, in, you know, Mm -hmm. in one-on-one interactions after shows. Yeah, From fans after shows. Mm -hmm. They're usually congratulating me on such a good show. And then they're like, it's a real shame. Yeah. Dead weight. Tim up there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean we get we get negative iTunes reviews. But those are fair. Exactly. That that's uh, it's tough because sometimes like I... I I know uh for like my books when I get when I get negative reviews, some of them I'm able to brush off, but if they're right, then that like uh devastates me. So like I don't read them because of that, good or bad.
1: I find it easier to write off the um the ones that make good points for the podcast cuz we're we're goofing around here and if people are like Oh man, these guys say like and um too much. I'm just like, yeah, we do.
2: <laughs> no, but we get we They're
1: get, never gonna change that about me. I'm sorry. That's I've I've accepted that about myself. We get
2: negative reviews sometimes that point out it's very rare, but sometimes we get do get negative reviews where people are like, I see what they're trying to do here. Blah 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 blah. They're not funny. And like Yeah, but
1: what are you th- You going to get angry at that?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, we're also, I mean, podcasts and even like books, they're easier. I think people are going to be a little more critical if they're spending money on Etsy and everything mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, they want. I don't know. I would also say, I don't know what kind of rules this is actually good advice, what kind of rules Etsy has about this kind of stuff. But I would say if there's a way to communicate to people, hey, if you have a problem with something. Reach out to me before you leave a negative review. I'll try and make it right.
1: Yeah, but I don't think Peyton is even
2: worried about yeah. I think that's people. all they have to be worried about. I think I, I don't yeah, think I random think, people are gonna leave reviews that haven't bought your products.
1: Exactly. And I would push back on the fact that like, yeah, Twitter, I would say, is <laughs> is a fucking cesspool and yeah. like there are there are parts of the internet that are a cesspool. And but, but and like, that's
2: what you keep saying, that's why you moved over to Parlour
1: exactly uh follow uh, join me on parlor um but y- i think generally when you're actually putting yourself out there and yeah. doing something creative like, i think people are generally actually kind of supportive yeah. and there will be the trolling pieces of shit like particularly on like twitter on youtube like yeah. just people that like but you know those are sad people
2: um, <laughs> right i think most people went yeah when you're putting yourself out there even if they don't like it they're like you know what the person's putting themselves out there like i didn't care for this but i'm not going to take the time to uh tear them down
1: yeah and i think that's different with with our podcast tom yeah. because like we are uh goofing around and we also um express strong opinions sometimes yeah and also like People are like, oh, yeah, I see what they're trying to do, and they're just not funny. It's like, yeah, no shit. We've been doing this 11 years, and we're like, okay, moderately, potentially <laughs> successful. We've gotten a if little we bit really better. Good, if we were really good, yeah, we, we'd we be doing a lot better. We know. We know where we stand. <laughs> we yeah, get We're not it. that funny.
2: <laughs> we get it. We should be funnier. We should be smarter, more entertaining.
1: Yeah, guess what? We're it's not. too and, late.
2: The train's
1: taken off. And we're living our lives and it's fine. We're Everybody's, you know, we've all accepted where we are at this yeah.
2: point. It's just kind of a low-level, constant bothering. Yeah. It's not anything that can be fixed at this point. It's too late.
1: It's too late for us.
2: So, send, you know what? Take your negative iTunes review. Send it to Santa Claus. See if he cares.
1: I don't think he will.
2: No, if anything, you will be put on the naughty list.
1: Yeah, speaking ill of podcasts.
2: Yeah, he'll be confused probably more than anything. If you like the show, you can find out more, speaking of which, at (laughs) tcgt.com. Hey, why not leave us uh, one of them positive reviews we were talking about on iTunes? Or uh, can you leave reviews on Spotify? I don't know how that works. I don't know. I don't know how
1: anything works.
2: Uh, you can also support the show by checking out our sponsors. Also check out Patreon.com/slash Complete Guide for our other podcasts. Books the podcast. This week we are starting to read a book called. Oh my god, I forgot the name of the book. You're
1: reading it, you think. I dink. know,
2: but they don't it's not one of those books like you read where they they say the the name of the book every other line.
1: <laughs> what book is that, Tom?
2: Green Eggs and Ham. <sighs> Nothing lasts forever by Roderick Thorpe. Uh it uh, is Yeah, that's what they based uh, the song November Rain on. Is what they base the movie Die Hard on. This is our yeah. Christmas book and Christmas movie. Tim's going to be watching the movie on Christmas Day. And, uh, you know, that that's a month from now. But in the meantime, you get to hear me read it. A lot of people probably didn't know that Die Hard was based on a book. Not the type of movie you think of being based on a book, but it was. And I'm reading it. Patreon.com slash Complete Guide. If you want to hear about it. Follow us on uh, Instagram at TCGTE. Follow us. Uh, go on our Reddit, reddit.com slash r slash complete guide. No, slash TCGTE as well. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter at Complete Guide. Follow us on Instagram at TCGTE, I think.
1: Tom, you say the same thing. I know. Time. Look them both. I'm at your pal, Tim. Oh, You're I'm at, at Tom, Tom Reynolds.
2: Reynolds. Yeah. Um.
1: Tom, we should put up a
2: christmas list if you want to buy us christmas gifts
1: i always think that's weird tom when uh you follow someone on twitter or you take a look at somebody's twitter profile because like a tweet went viral or whatever yeah. and mm-hmm. especially when somebody has like is verified yeah and they have a link to their amazon wish list there <laughs> huh it's just like was <laughs> Buy some shit for somebody who's tweet I thought was funny? <laughs> get out of town.
2: I've only seen that with, like, uh, you know, like, uh, 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 cam girls and stuff do that.
1: No, I see, like, comedians and, like, oh, really? activists, too. Yeah. Huh.
2: Yeah, that's weird. I get yeah. it if it's, like, oh, I'm, a, you know, an online sex worker, and it's, like, you're, you know, you want to do something nice for me because then... You can pretend like we're together or something. These are Twitter accounts? Yeah. Where you
1: pretend to be a, a lady's boyfriend?
2: <laughs> what? No. I don't understand <laughs> the premise here. I'm saying that like online sex workers that a lot of them that what have- What are
1: online sex workers? Like
2: like OnlyFans or cam girls, those, those types of like, oh, I'm live streaming on my camera. But this is on Twitter. Yeah, they they can be on Twitter too. Okay, and I then, don't
1: know the seedy underbelly <laughs> of the internet the way that you do.
2: Uh, and porn stars and stuff, they will be like, "Hey, buy me something," because then, like, I'll you know perhaps give you like a personal thank you, and that will give you a real thrill. Hmm. But then, no matter how much stuff you buy them, they won't say thank you, and then. Oh boy, do you get angry. You get real mad. And then you call up Amazon and you say, I want to know the address all those gifts that got delivered to because I want to send a letter there. And then they say, no, you can't know the address. And you say, it's my goddamn money that I spent and I want to know the address that it was going to. And then all of a sudden you're down at the Amazon warehouse demanding to speak to a manager and the owner of Amazon, Jeff Bezos himself. And they say he's not working. He's not in here today. It's like, well, I thought, you know, this is a very big company. He's got to be working. I get that there's a time difference, but he's surely he's up by now. And if he heard about this, he would certainly want me to have this person's address so I can make sure that the things got delivered properly. Because that's the only way this could have happened. If it, it that they that if I'm not going to thank you, it means that the presents weren't delivered. Because obviously, if they were delivered, they would say thank you.
1: See
3: you next week. That was a HeadGum Podcast.